then you have just more like deeper confirmation of like what you're supposed to be like focusing on and what you're supposed to be working with so that when it comes to that moon and like all of it's like connecting for you and you're like understanding like but of course that's like coming up for me it's it's less of a surprise it's more of like a oh okay I got you mama you I call it the universe mama Mm -hmm. you you know I'm like I got you mama you I see you girl Hello, you have reached the Wild Woman Hotline, a place for soul-aligned entrepreneurs like you to listen in on high-vibe, consciousness-expanding conversations for leveling up your leadership and bringing your vision for big impact and big income to life. On this show, you'll hear from experts in the world of branding, marketing, copywriting, fashion and style, photography, personal development, spirituality, and so much more. I believe the world needs more leaders like you. And the Wild Woman Hotline is a place to feed your soul and fuel your brand so you become the Soul Align CEO you were born to be. Now let's dive into this week's value-packed episode. What are you destined to do with your life? How can you call in the most abundance and the most insane amounts of wealth? What aspects of yourself are you meant to leave behind? And what lessons are you here to learn? Listen up, girl. Astrology gives us the blueprint to demystify our lives so that we have deeper confirmation of what we're meant to be focusing our energy on during this lifetime. In this episode of the Wild Woman Hotline, I sit down for a wild and crazy-ass conversation with Danielle Rosado, who is an intuitive astrologer, spiritual life coach, who helps women discover their life path and align their destiny using their birth chart and direction from the cosmos. Danielle and I chat about aspects of your natal chart that contribute to the expression of your unique wild woman energy. So if you want to learn more about unleashing your most empowered, expressed, and aligned self, then you need this episode with Danielle. So without further ado, let's dive in. Okay, first question. Why am I such a fucking psycho during the full moon? What is happening? Why do I feel like my world is crumbling? Is this normal? (laughs) (laughs) I love this so much for you right now, especially because you have Jupiter in Libra and that was a Libra full moon. Mm -hmm. So Jupiter is just like dramatic. (laughs) And you definitely... um, you definitely had like an expansive, you know, thing happen when it comes to like that Libra energy in the 11th house, which has to do with like the collective. It's Mm -hmm. not just about you on an individual level. It's actually probably about what you felt from everyone else, like Mm -hmm. what you're doing in terms of your business, like online, you know, the 11th house has a lot to do with like social media and like the internet and just your presence in general. So I'm sure that you weren't just feeling (laughs) what you're going through. You're probably feeling like everyone else's energy as well Mm -hmm. and you know on top of that every full moon I always say like it's never just about the moon so it's really important that we understand that there are other planets that are doing their thing up in the sky in relation to the moon 
So what the other planets were doing were actually even more important than what the moon was doing. The moon okay. was just, you know, the moon was doing its thing. It was actually super close to the earth. It wasn't a super moon, but it was definitely, you know, just kind of like illuminating like a lot of its energy, like onto the earth. So yes, of course, it was probably like super bright in the sky and like you felt those vibes. And I know I howled. I hope you did. I, I, definitely. Oh, I, definitely, I howled in so many different forms. I howled having an orgasm. I howled screaming my eyes out. Like I, I slept on my balcony during the full moon. Okay. Funny story. This is what happened. Our whole entire apartment building, every single fire alarm went off at 12.30 in the morning on the full moon, right? Didn't go off until 2.45 in the morning. So I just, I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to sleep on my balcony. I'm going to pull my blankets. So I literally slept under the full moon on the, on the Libra full moon. <laughs> Girl, do you want to know what I did? Okay. So this is, I came home from work. Like it was like super late. It was like midnight. And I was in my car, you know, like when you're like sitting in your driveway and you're like, why am I still here? Like, I've just been like sitting in my car. Listening to music. Like, <laughs> yeah, like not leaving. I could just go inside and scroll on my phone, but I'm still just here. So I was sitting in my car and then I felt like my body like tell me, oh, I think I got my period. And of course, why wouldn't I bleed? It's the full moon. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I literally said out loud, oh, I'm right on time. I walked outside and the fucking full moon was so bright. It literally had this like ring around it. And I was like, oh my God, it's a portal. And I, <laughs> I freaked out. And I literally just like sat in the grass, like not even caring that I'm bleeding. And I'm just like <laughs> looking at the moon and I'm just like admiring her. And I just sat there like, I'm just in full surrender. I don't even care. I'll bleed through my clothes. I don't care. I like I am a wild woman. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, if anyone else saw what I just did, just like, <gasps> And just like sat. I didn't even care. Yep. <laughs> Sit in place. <laughs> it's great. It's great. It does oh something God. to us, girl. Hell yeah. Well, for yeah. me, it's like I have always underestimated how unstable I feel during pretty much every full moon. And it's it's always just I blame it on myself. I'm like, oh, you're just being emotional. You're being all these things like just ground down. You need to do more deep breathing. You need to take better care of yourself. You're doing too much. But I've really come to realize like, no, you need to slow the fuck down and listen and pay attention to what is going on cosmically because holy fuck, there is so much information coming through for you right now. And the reason you feel so heavy is because it's your body is trying to slow you down so that you have to listen to it. And so yep. I've really started to stop fighting it. So I just pulled, pulled my blinds the next day, like Monday, pulled my blinds, pulled a whole, like total like just laying in my bed with no TV on, no electricity, just all day long. Just like completely. Oh, yeah. Monday was a mess. Yeah. Monday was, it was like a hangover. I was mm -hmm. like, what the hell is going on? I was like eating peanut butter and crackers <laughs> and like crying and like trying to make myself feel better, but like I couldn't. It was yep. just, no, I, I feel that. I feel that. But I think that at the end of the day, like it literally is a purging for mm -hmm. so many of us, but especially as women, like there literally is the correlation of like the full moon being the time that women were going to bleed. Mm -hmm. So it's like, we're literally shedding so much of our, not just like emotional energy, but just like literally our physical 
energy is shedding. Mm-hmm. So we have to really honor that. Even if you're not in sync or whatever, like if your cycle is kind of, you know, on its own, because obviously there are many other factors in, in that point, but I'm talking about like ancient times, like when mm-hmm. we were in more in tune with the moon and working with the moon, I know that, um, that is exactly how I always picture it. I'm like, I have to honor what my body is doing. My Mm -hmm. body is telling me it's time to rest because it's time to purge. Like we need to grieve. We need Mm -hmm. to reflect. We need to just cry. We need to just let this happen. It's temporary. It's a transitional time. It's a releasing time, but holy shit, what is this going to do? What's the rebirth process after this? Like that's where you can start getting excited and start honoring the full moon of like, what am I creating space for? Mm-hmm. Right? Like I get excited now about my period. I get excited about the full moon. Cause I'm like, Oh my gosh, I'm releasing. Thank God. Like it feels like a relief, you know, of so much built up energy. Mm-hmm. Everybody yeah. feel that? Everybody listening, you feeling that? I know it's scary to sit in those uncomfortable sensations, especially when maybe you are purging something you've been carrying for a really fucking long time and your body's like, it's time to let this go. It's time to break that chain. It's time to like cut those ancestral ties. We're done with that. It's intense. And it's really just an opportunity to like sit back and be in the intensity of it and feel it wash through your body and learn the wisdom of that intensity and then to get excited about what's coming next and like okay who the fuck is this bitch gonna be on the other side of this because wow you guys the way i feel today which we're recording this on a wednesday so the full moon was sunday the way i feel today is like i'm supercharged i'm on sonic speed today and it's because i let myself like just be a fucking mess and just be <laughs> just die <laughs> just be <laughs> in my room with the blinds closed, like in my ball, in my bed, like just let it happen. Exactly. And I also just, you know, I think it's this process that when you are in tune with like what's going on astrologically, this is why I'm so passionate about what I do, because it's understanding like everything is a cycle, not just on like the 30 day cycle of like the moon, but it's also just in general, like things are on a six month cycle. Things are on like, you know, eight year cycles, like Mm -hmm. things are on 29 and a half year cycles. Like Mm -hmm. all of these planets have their own patterns and their own, you know, ways of being like, okay, we're back again. Like when you have like a planet return to the same place where it was when you were first born, like you and I right now are in a Venus return. And if you didn't know what that meant, well then like, I'm going to to talk to you about it today and then you're going to be like oh okay like that's why this is coming up right now uh-huh. and then you have just more like deeper confirmation of like what you're supposed to be like focusing on and what you're supposed to be working with so that when it comes to that moon and like all of it's like connecting for you and you're like understanding like but of course that's like coming up for me it's it's less of a surprise it's more of like a Oh, okay. I got you, Mama. You. I call it the universe, Mama. Mm-hmm. You. You know. I'm like, I got you, Mama. You. I see you, girl. All right. You're like, you're bringing that up again. Okay. All right. I'm just gonna, you know, work through it. It's okay. Like, I got this. I'm safe here. Yes. And then, like I said, you you don't feel as afraid because there's just a deeper, um, I guess, understanding of why it's happening mm-hmm. rather than questioning and doubting yourself and making it something about you like is this something wrong with me like why is this still here why do I still feel this sometimes and it's like 
No, it's just, you know, it, it's a part of the design. It's a part of the, like the life cycles and it's okay. It gives you more permission to just be and like let things come and then let things go. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm like sweating right now because I'm looking. Okay, so what we're going to do today, guys, is Danielle has my birth chart pulled up. What we're going to do specifically is like overall talk about it, but also I want to invite you guys to look at this as an opportunity to see where your unique wild woman energy is, like where your superpower is, where your like unique crazy wild magic is in your chart and then you can go have a reading with danielle and she can fill you in on all your details so are you ready i'm like sweating my pits out i'm so excited okay let's go <laughs> you are so freaking hilarious all right so all right girl let me let me just start off by you know everyone's chart is very unique to them and the first thing i asked tristan before we even like hopped on and started the recording was like did you ever have this done for you before because when I looked at this, the first thing I'm noticing is like your second house and your 10th house placements. The reason for that is because I know for sure that Tristan's a business owner and I'm like, all right, that's the first thing I'm going to do. I'm like, let me look at her second house. Let me look at her 10th house. Second house is money, wealth, you know, stability, security. Um, but then her 10th house is her career and just like, you know, in general, like her reputation, like her social status, what she's going to be known for her legacy. So naturally I see second house Sagittarius and we'll talk about like the placements of what is, um, really helping you specifically Tristan, not just in business and like being successful, but literally what your brand is and how you're known as this like wild woman rebel branding. Like this is all within your chart. So this, so like, like it's, it's literally just so loud to me. I'm like, but of course. So first of all, you know, second house, money, finances, you know, all of the things, all of the abundance, all of the self-worth it's in Sagittarius, which is like, fire obviously it's like the more fire you're bringing freedom being a huge component and a huge value to you it's like I'm doing this for a sense of freedom not just within like freedom of like being able to spend however much I want I'm sure that's a part of it but it's also about like freedom of like expression and mm -hmm. freedom of just allowing yourself to show up however you want to show up and being accepted for that and knowing that like Sagittarius's are very intuitive and they're less about like logic and reasoning and they're more just about like I'm doing this for a sense of adventure I'm doing this for a sense of like you know, belonging to something, like finding my truths in something. And so you, what you're doing, honest to God, is like, you're, <laughs> I don't want to say you're throwing it away, but your entire destiny, as you can see here, you have your North node here. So this is literally like your destiny. This is what you're meant to be doing in terms of working more towards that, like, Sagittarius, like free spirit, like don't give a fuck type of energy. <laughs> and the reason why Tristan is because in a past life, they always say like your North node is like 
your direction in this lifetime, but your South node is like where you've been, right? It's like more of like the comfort zone that is familiar to you. It's like what you've already mastered in a past life. So, you know, your South node is a Gemini, which I think is so interesting because you have your sun in Gemini Mm -hmm. and you also have Mercury in Gemini. So it's like you identify with those Gemini qualities a lot. So what we can talk about in terms of that is a couple of different things. One, obviously Gemini's (laughs) with that like wild woman energy, Gemini's are very social creatures. So obviously that like sense of, um, wanting to like have conversations with other people, wanting to meet a bunch of people and like pick their brains and like get to know them. Like what you do with, even with this podcast, Mm -hmm. it's, it's very Gemini, you know, like it's very like flexible, like anything goes, just let it, let it work, let it rock. Like that's, that's Gemini. It's mutable. Like it wants to, um, it, it wants to like work how other people work. It's like less about um, their sense of focus. It's more like, let's focus on what, what what's going on with you, right? Mm-hmm. So, so with that, you know, you're really good with, um, with communicating with other people, but, and like relating to other people. But the thing about Gemini is that we're trying to, I guess, like, not stray away from, but we are because it was kind of part of your past life. So we're trying to like expand outside of the Gemini qualities, which can sometimes be like over over analyzing things, right? Like overthinking things, Mm -hmm. even when you were just explaining the full moon, when you're like sitting there, right? And you're like, oh, like, why is this happening? (laughs) What am I feeling? And it's like, oh, wait, I just have to like surrender and chill the fuck out. Like Mm -hmm. that is literally your North node speaking to you, like, Mm -hmm. girl, chill. Like, it's okay. (laughs) It's going to be all right. But your Gemini is like scattered, you know, it it Mm -hmm. sometimes feels, it it gets to be really anxious sometimes. And I know that feeling more than anything. I got my Mars in Gemini. So I know, I know about Mm -hmm. that Gemini energy. Um, It sometimes feels like you can't sit down. Sometimes it feels like, you know, you're just always going, but that North Node Sag is, it's less about, and, and remember, like, this is your destiny. So it's going to be a challenge. It's not going to come natural for you. Okay. Like, this is what you're <laughs> supposed to be working on and mastering in this lifetime. So it's less about other people and it's more about you. Mm-hmm. And it's more about like not depending on other people's ideas so much, not depending on other people's like brains on like what they're doing and their reasoning and their logic. And it's more about like, well, what is in my heart right now? Like Sagittarius is like drop in and they're really spiritual and they're the ones who can like backpack through Europe without a plan. You know, like they're, those, those are the Sages in the world. Like they can just travel without like an itinerary Mm -hmm. and Gemini's can sometimes be like, but wait, what are we doing next? What are we doing first? What are we doing last? And it's like, why? Who cares? This This is why me and my partner have a hard time traveling together because I tend to be more like, oh, let's just fucking figure it out as we go with traveling. But him, he's a Gemini sun and a Gemini rising. So like he's got so much Gemini in his chart and he's like, I want to know what we're doing hour by hour so that we can see as much as possible. And I'm more like, oh, we'll just, you know, (laughs) throw your hands up in the air. We get in fights about it. Yeah. So this makes a lot of sense. (laughs) Yeah, girl. And you know what? At the end of the day, like I truly feel that when it comes to um, 
your north node and then second house, like you are like the way that I'm looking at that is like the more that you do have those like go with the flow on a whim, let me just take a trip or let me just like follow my heart of wherever it's like leading me to if you want to go on a retreat or if you want to host a retreat or whatever the hell you want to do. I feel like the more life that you do experience, the more money you're going to make. Like Ooh. that's that's literally what it is for you, girl. Like, and that's that wild woman fucking energy. It's like, I go where the wind blows, you know? It's like, I don't mm. need a plan. And, you know, when it comes to that sense of deep, knowing that you're safe wherever you are, that like you can have a sense of foundation and a sense of home wherever you go, that is huge. And like, that is what you're going to constantly be working with in terms of like your financial security, not necessarily worrying about like where the money is coming. It's almost like when I spend money, I receive like 10 times more, right? It's it's just like that constant um, that trust within the universe and that trust within like your decisions to just be free and mm. not worry. So that's, that's going to be a challenge for a Gemini, but as well, it's like the more you lean into that, less logic, less reasoning, more just going for it. And I'm, I know that you've already experienced that, mm -hmm. you know, like even with your business, you know, like I know you've already reach th those types of levels of like, wow, every single time that I just go for it and I take the leap and I say, fuck it, it works. It literally rewards me. Like, how does that keep happening? And it's not just because of that North node in Sagittarius, but there's other, so many different parts to that as well. We can talk more about that. But um, the other part that is standing out to me is, you know, you have this 10th house energy girl, like, wild woman on deck you got all this leo energy and i fucking love leos i love leos <laughs> because i'm very biased i am also a leo moon but i'm also a leo rising so it's just like i identify with it i relate to it like this is why we're loud this is why we laugh like mm -hmm. we're just we're playful creatures. We just want to have fun. We just want to like giggle and just like, oh God, I just, I, I, we want to dance. Like we are the life of the party. So like I said, I'm biased, but when it comes to that, you know, Leo energy, you got that Leo moon, you got that Leo Mars, and then you have the Leo Chiron. So I want to talk about this because this is so freaking interesting when like there's contrasting planets in like the same sign. So remember, this is your house of career. Okay. But, you know, your moon is your heart. And so mm -hmm. that Leo moon energy, first of all, it's like, we talked about this even the other day, we were messaging each other about like, that need for acknowledgement, mm -hmm. that need for like someone to tell you like you're doing a good job, right? It's like that Yo. pat on the back, <laughs> like, girl, like, keep going. And like, that's, that's why I'm like, girl, did you ever get this done before? And you're like, yeah, but it was kind of boring. And I'm like, oh no, like I'm a Leo moon. I'm going to hype you the fuck up because I know what you need, girl. I know what you need. Mama you knows need, what you need. I, I know what you need. You, you need that like queen status, like girl, you're fucking doing it. And you are literally living your truth. You are living by your, you know, design, by your destiny, like everything that you are 
you know, uh, transitioning into even within like the branding for your business, right? Like it's all within the chart. So I, I can talk deeper about it, but you know, that Leo moon approval that you need, I'm giving it to you. All right. So I'm <laughs> yes, proud of I can't you describe. It makes my heart so happy. And it's yes. not like a need for, it's not like validation. Like you are worthy. It's not that. I know that I'm fucking worthy. Like it's, that's the Leo shit again. Like, oh bitch, no, no, no. Let me get it straight. I know. It's the like, you need the hype. You need the hype men behind in your life. They're like, fuck yeah, go do that crazy thing. Absolutely go do it. And you're like, okay, cool. I thought so. I thought so. I thought so. <laughs> Absolutely. Because the thing is with Leos is that we do like to um, have that sense of acknowledgement more because when we don't have it, Leos take a lot of things personally. Mm-hmm. And so it's like this sense of like, well, what am I doing wrong? Like, what, what do you mean? Like, why don't, why don't you like me? So it's just like this weird, like insecurity thing that happens because, you know, Leos are very like happy go lucky like leading by the heart, like very, like I'll, I'll wear my heart on my sleeve. Like I'll mm-hmm. give it all of it to you. But obviously a lot of other people don't match with that Leo energy and they may think that we're too much, which is perfectly fine. Cause those aren't our people. Mm-hmm. But when we come across them and then they're like looking at us weird and we're like, Oh no, like what's, what's wrong with me? And then we have to like, come back, come back and be like, wait, it's not, it's not about me. It's not about me. It's okay. It's all right. But that's, that's literally like a part of it, you know, and it's, it's a part of it. So I get it, girl. I get it. But at the same time, you know, remember like Leo's are very brave as you can imagine anyone who needs to start a business in that 10th house career, your Leo energy, it's very much about being a leader. It's about making sure that you're leading through your heart, okay? So everything has to be from a heart-centered space, not an egoic space or I want, so I'm going to have kind of space. It's more just like, I'm doing this because I'm so freaking passionate about it because holy shit, like it literally makes my heart burst when I think about it. And also Leos are like, again, like those playful, like inner child types of creatures. So it's like, this brings out something within me that maybe I didn't have as a child, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, maybe this is something that I always craved, something that I always wanted. I always wanted, you know, to bring people together. I always wanted to have women feel really fucking empowered and feel really activated and feel good about themselves. I want to like, you know, throw a party and get paid for it. Like, why the fuck not, right? <laughs> so like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> so this is that Leo energy girl. Like you're going to continuously work with that because you have that Mars there. Mars and anyone's chart is going to represent how you're taking action, you know, how you're moving forward. Um, Like that very, um, what's that called? <laughs> like, you know, impulsive, like decision-making, like just, just, just doing it, like taking the leap, taking the initiative, opening doors, that's Mars. Right. Mm -hmm. And that Mars and Leo, the way that I'm looking at that is like, the more that you are embodying that, like creative, playful, loud, just like expressive, just fucking hair, all wild, just crazy bitch that I know you are the more you're gonna fucking do well in your business I just beat my pants okay I know you are it's it's never it's never gonna stop it's gonna keep going but the thing is the reason why I said it's so interesting with the contrast here is because Chiron 
Chiron is actually like, it's called the wounded healer because it has a lot to do with like our insecurities and like the pain that we have like underneath. And so I also remember when I was first following you, you know, you've gone through so many transformations as an entrepreneur already, you know, and a huge piece of what you used to talk about is like your journey of building self-confidence again Mm -hmm. and feeling really good about yourself in order to, you know, show up in the world and be like, this is who I am, you know, all roles hanging out. Like I'm wearing like a bathing suit and I'm just like here and like, you know, take it or leave it. And I'm very aware that that journey was probably really fucking hard. And there was a lot of like obstacles and shit you had to like push through to really embody that like type of leader in the online space. And I also recognize that that was bringing you into what you did next. You know, it's like, okay, now that I did that, I'm attracting more people who need confidence. Mm -hmm. Right. So that's what Chiron is all about. It's like my pain and my wounds, I'm going to heal them first so that I can help other people heal the exact same thing. Mm -hmm. Because it's like been there, done that, got the T-shirt. Girl, I know what you're feeling. I'm going to (laughs) teach you what the fuck to do. Got the passport stamp. Let me stamp yours next. Yep. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Exactly. That's the whole reason I became an entrepreneur. Even when I, when I wasn't on Instagram, when I was working, my background's in nutrition and dietetics. That's what I went to school for. I was teaching through lived experiences of healing my own chronic health issues and what that was like. And knowing the mindset of feeling like you don't have any opportunities left in your life because your body's not on board to take care of you. Like I remember that feeling of just being hopeless that anything could ever be back to normal. So that's what I like coached through. And I attracted a lot of people that had gone through the same exact experiences. Cause of course, you know, so that's like been the whole reason I became an entrepreneur in the first place is like, we all go through these experiences because we're meant to teach through experience and wisdom. Like that's it. <laughs> that's it. Exactly. That's yep. very North node and Sagittarius of you to say, cause that's, that's exactly what it is. It's less textbook yep. and, you know, like schooling and it's more like, mentorship through just embodied like experience right it's like Mm -hmm. I had to work through that and the other piece of this is that and I love this so much and I'm getting like chills thinking about it because it happens for me too in terms of like you know wherever Chiron is it's deeply personal right but it's also so transformative when you are attracting the client who's going through a very similar process that you've had to go through. And then you start to understand like, wow, I'm still like going through that, but Mm -hmm. maybe just from a different level, I I'm just a few steps ahead of you, but I'm still going through it. So I could deeply relate to what you're going through right now. So it's almost like the relationship between you and the client gets even that much closer Mm -hmm. because you're just identifying with all of the same things, but then you're watching your client grow and you're growing with her. And it's just like, boom, like, holy shit. Like it gets to be, it gets to be easy because it's like, I know what this is. I'm not, I'm not acting as if, um, I'm not trying to walk you through something that I haven't gone through myself or I'm not going through right now. Mm -hmm. Right. 
Yeah. So it feels like big sister coaching more than anything to me. And that's kind of what I'm realizing that I am as a coach is like, I'm that big sister that comes in. I'm like, listen up. This is what's going on. I know it fucking sucks. Here's what needs to happen. What are you willing to do? I'm going to guide you through that. And I'm going to help you stand back up when you fall down. Like that's very much my coaching style. Absolutely. No, yeah. I agree. And it's, it's going to keep working in terms of like the more the way that I look at wherever your moon is in your chart. And this is for anyone listening, wherever your moon is in your chart, like what house that's in, I always say it's like, that's the area of your life that you're deeply connected to. Like, that's what like means something the most to you, but it's also in terms of like, the more you follow your heart, literally, the more you're going to be guided towards that. So it's less about having to worry or think your way into your career. It's honest to God for you. It's like, the more I follow my heart, I'm going to take action from that place. And I'm going to continue healing these wounds within my heart. So like, that's kind of what this little, <laughs> this little meeting and I call this a meeting in the sky, you know, it's like, like what this, what this was, they were having a little like tea party, whatever the fuck they were doing up there. God, I want to act that out so bad now. I want to <laughs> yes. turn that into a TikTok skit so bad now. Okay. Oh. All right. Taking yeah. notes. Yeah. No, <laughs> it, it's going to happen. It's going <laughs> to happen. But, you know, when it comes to it's it's also interesting. I, I didn't realize what you did in terms of like nutrition and, you know, um, what you did in the beginning of your business, mm-hmm. because I'm going to just kind of jump to this a little bit when it comes to Venus, because what I saw in this is the Venus in sixth house in, and Venus in Aries. So first of all, I also have Venus in Aries. So I'll just kind of like, <laughs> I'll say that. <laughs> oh, you know, <laughs> you, you know, you know, oh. shit can get freaky. That's all. <laughs> oh, oh, I know. <laughs> and, and you got that Scorpio rising. I was like, this bitch is dominant as fuck. Like, <laughs> like she don't, she don't let that man get. <laughs> She's, she's like, oh no, sweetie pie, I'm tying you up tonight. <laughs> so I cannot even handle it. But no, but the thing is about, you know, your Venus sign, it, there's so many different parts to it, right? It, it is relationships. It is love. You know, it is like um, about beauty. It's about attraction, you know, magnetism, most of all values, the things that you value in life, right? But the Venus in sixth house to me it just spoke even with like your past in terms of like what you did for like health reasons, right? It's like that sixth house has to do with like your physical body, your physical wellness. It does have to do with work, has to do with your uh, being of service to others and like just like that day-to-day routine type of thing. Mm -hmm. So it's interesting with Venus being there and now you're doing branding work because it's like Venus is about like making things beautiful and being very artistic and being very expressive and having that cater to someone's work, right? It's like, like literally you're, you're living through that design, but that Venus and Aries girl, <laughs> it's like, it's, it's very much about knowing what you want right? Like that's what Venus is in Aries is about. It's like, I know what I want 
And I'm not going to stop until I get it. Like, mm-hmm. I don't let anything get in my way. Like, I make that first move. I'm the one who reaches out and talks to someone if I want to talk to someone. I'm not going to wait for no invitation. Wait, hold mm-hmm. on. Hold on. What's, your, <laughs> what's your human design? Just real quick. I'm a manifester. I'm a one for a manifester with emotional authority. Oh, okay. 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 So I'm literally all about initiating. Like, that's just my life is initiating. <laughs> I was gonna say, so I'm laughing because not... I'm like, that is literally my my dating history. Yeah, <laughs> like I could see you going up to the bar and like you know just not giving a fuck oh, about yeah, what for he sure. thinks. Like yeah. college parties, walking by and grabbing cute guys' asses and turning back around and being like, "Hi." <laughs> I remember one time there was this. Oh my god, this was so much fun. I don't even know how old I was. I was not 21. I was like maybe 19 or something. Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> I went to a bar with my girlfriends, and we literally had a bet of like how many free drinks we can get like in a night because I think we had like 10 bucks in our pocket. Mm-hmm. So of course we like got our first drink, but then like walked around casually with like the drink just like a little ha- like little halfway almost done. <laughs> and- you know, like, like being mad obvious, like, like you see that I'm almost done with my drink. Invitation. So, invitation, right? And then literally we like met like maybe like a couple, I don't know, maybe like an hour later or something. We met like, how many did you get? How many did you get? But like we, uh, we actually made it a challenge to go out there and like make and like make conversations and like get these guys to have drinks with us so I'm sorry for any guys who might be listening to this podcast but like you know girls girls can sometimes be manipulative too it's it's (laughs) fucked up but it's all right it's all right we're fine that's hilarious <laughs> holy shit i want to write like a, a a satire about all of the crazy shit that we did to pick up men that's what i wanted <laughs> it was too much fun i miss that shit i love but, it that is know, venus and aries everybody right there that's that energy <laughs> that's it it's like i'm just gonna go after it and you know aries are fiery they're passionate and they they're very independent as well you know Mm -hmm. like so for you with that sixth house like your house of work it's like the only thing that I could give you I guess like a word of advice or something to think about in terms of like business building is just like since Aries are very independent and sometimes can be a little stubborn of like how things are supposed to be done right it's more about like if you want to hire someone or if you want to like you know expand your team in any way those are some like things we might have to work with just to kind of trust that someone else will get the job done like Mm -hmm. it's okay (laughs) like Mm -hmm. you could teach them you could train them like you don't have to um do it all by yourself right So that's just something you could always uh, work with. But in terms of the other thing that's really helping you uh, for your branding and like, you know, making businesses look beautiful and match um, what their business is or whatever, you know, it's that Jupiter and Libra, that Jupiter and Libra girl, Libra is like, they, first of all, Venus rules Libra. So it's like, you know, Libras are all about like fashion and design and like branding and colors. And that's even why I always see you showing up in like all these fucking amazing outfits. And I'm like, can I, can I go through your closet, bitch? Come like, <laughs> shopping with me instead. Let's do that. That'll be more fun. <laughs> you know, but, th- but that's, the, that's the thing. It's like, you know, that Jupiter and Libra, it's, it's like 
this is who I am. Like I have like these fashion pieces and, you know, this is how I stand out. And remember Jupiter's dramatic. <laughs> so it's mm-hmm. like, it's, it's going to make it that much bigger, but it's also Jupiter is about prosperity and it's about, you know, um, opportunities and abundance and the things that we desire, like good fortune, good luck, good karma. So for you, Jupiter, even being an 11th house, this has a lot to do with, again, community, you know, groups of friendships, like your clients online, social media. So the more that you are bringing this forward into other people's businesses, but also within your own, like it's, it's going to continuously bring you more ideas and more opportunities in that area. So I literally don't have much to say in terms of what is going wrong for you when it comes to being a business owner. Like this, you were never meant to work for someone else. Like it, was, <laughs> it was never in the cards for you. Mm-mm. Never in the cards. So, yeah. So I don't know if you have any questions. Obviously, there's so many other parts to the chart that we haven't talked about. Um, but I figured one thing that actually, I don't even know how I missed it completely, but I will say in terms of your like rebel type of energy, right? And like that wild woman energy is Uranus. Everyone should look where Uranus is in their chart because Uranus is literally, it's a ruler of Aquarius and Aquariuses are known to be rebellious as well and kind of be their own individual. Like they're their own unique person. They don't want to fit into just what everyone else is doing. Sometimes like people think they're the weirdos and it's because they're embracing their weirdness. It's like, Mm -hmm. yeah, I'm fucking, you know, I'm different. Like, it's like, I'm I'm not going to just do what everyone else is doing, right? Mm -hmm. So for you, it's funny because I also have the same placement. Um, Uranus for you is in Capricorn. So it's almost like we are rebelling against those like authoritative, very like um, Capricorn systems of like how things were supposed to be done. It's like, it's like, we're pretty much like, dismantling the patriarchy in a way like, you know, and we're like burning it down like no yes. going to go to like school to get a nine to five job and like be miserable for the rest of my life that's not what I want to do mm-hmm. you know so for you it's really about like rebuilding like being the authority of your life by building your own system right? Like what works for you, making your own rules for what you want security and stability to look like. Oh my God. That makes so much freaking sense because like even being a a manifester where we're not, we're not sacral beings, meaning if anybody's not familiar with human design, like your sacral center is kind of like that just constant regenerative energy, where if you're lit up about something, you have nonstop energy for it. I don't, but I force myself to because of my conditioning to believe that like I have to go, go, go. And that's probably Gemini too coming in and being like, don't stop, don't stop, don't stop. And so for me, it's like, I have had to really sit in the discomfort of not being able to look to anybody else for how to run my business. And even working with mentors and them advising me how to do things, if I try it and it drains me and it doesn't work, I'm like, well, fuck, what do I do now? I guess I have to figure it out on my own. So it's very much that like, I have to create what makes me thrive and just let go of any expectation that it's not going to look anything like even the best mentors are advising me to do. And that's going to have to be okay for me. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And I also think that that has, okay. 
I didn't speak about this when we were talking about it, but I'll just very quickly mention it is that when I was saying how your south node is in Gemini, it's also in the eighth house. And the eighth house has to do with other people's money and like inheritances and things like that. So it's almost like, and the eighth house is more known for like control and power and manipulation. Mm -hmm. So it's the reason why I'm mentioning this is that another thing that we have to become aware of, or I'm saying we, but it's, 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 it's everyone, but it's specifically mm -hmm. you because of your chart is that, um, when there is that sense of like, well, this person, you know, made a bunch of money doing it that way. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's like the manipulation of, well, you know, that's that person's money. And, you know, that was what they did to like build power and to build control of their life. So we're almost like depending on their values and their, you know, step by step fucking freebies that they put out there of mm -hmm. like how to do it. But for you, literally your destiny is to create your own truth. It's to create your own ideas and to go based off of your intuition rather than like this reasoning that this person's trying to like drill in your head of like, well, this is what I did. So this is what you have to do. And it's like, well, it's not working for me. Mm -hmm. And so there's almost like the uh, shedding of the layers of any type of like manipulative tactics that come from that of oh, well, this person made money and like, I want to follow what she did. But it's like, no, I have to make money the way I want to make money. Like what mm -hmm. feels good for me. So yeah, girl, it's, it's, it's shown in your chart in more than one place there for you. Oh, it's just like permission slip on top of permission slip to be like, just do your damn thing. Trust yourself, follow your heart break the damn rules. I'm like, okay, got it. Got it. Yeah, <laughs> I never love this. Guess it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. The last question I have is about the rising sign. Cause the way I understand the rising sign is that it's the way that other people will naturally perceive you, whether you are acting as that or not, like you will naturally be viewed as that. Am I understanding that correctly? Like what, yes. how is the rising sign represented? No, 1 million percent. You said that perfectly. So the way that I look at the rising sign and for anyone who is questioning like what the rising sign is, when you um, give the time that you were born, that's what depicts the rising sign. Mm. So the rising sign is always shown on the left side of the wheel and it's looked at as AC, which is also known as ascendant. Mm. And this is literally starting your entire wheel, okay? So if you were born like a couple hours before or a couple hours after 611, you would see this chart in completely different ways. Like the, the signs would be different. So your rising sign, it's very similar to a sun sign in a way that it's like, okay, you know, it has a lot of like its personality traits that you can identify with. But like you said, it's more about um, how other people are perceiving you. So I always say it's like that first impression when you're like, you know, walking in at a party and you're mingling and you're meeting a bunch of people and then you, you know, introduce yourself someone may see you as a Scorpio rather than as a Gemini. It really, honest to God, depends on your energy and what you're putting out. It, it's mm -hmm. like, how did you wake up that morning? Like, mm -hmm. What side of the bed did you wake up on? <laughs> what bitch we waking up as today? <laughs> yeah. But that's the thing, because if you think about the difference between a Gemini and a Scorpio is that, you know, 
Gemini's are going to be those social creatures. They're going to be the ones that want to like, you know, have conversations with everyone. Scorpios may be a little bit more reserved and like to mm-hmm. themselves and a little bit more secretive, a little bit more mysterious of like, you know, I don't really feel like talking to anyone today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I don't, I just don't want to fucking do that right now. So I'm sure that like, there's also that sense of um, like, uh, like I always say when it comes to your rising sign, this is also the energy that we are like that we are in when we are just being our most like authentic self. And when we're just in our like behind the scenes, like with the person we're the most intimate with and the person we're the most comfortable with, you know, so mm-hmm. I'm sure like that Scorpio energy comes out a lot, like with your partner. You know, Mm -hmm. like it's kind of just like natural for you to be in that energy with him or with your family, you know, like Mm -hmm. people who just know you and get you. Um, But it also makes sense because Scorpios do tend to have like that deep, like emotional, uh, very emotional authority. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's like it's, it's like very intuitive. It's very empathic, but it does have like things that they know that not everyone else knows. So again, like for you, that's even more so of like only the closest people in my life will see this side of me Mm -hmm. to everyone else. I'm going to like put the face, which is the Gemini, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's like, there is like the two, um, (laughs) I'm thinking for whatever reason in my head, they're they're bringing me the image, like the devil and the angel on the shoulder, you know, like, oh girl, yeah, (laughs) I'm Jekyll and Hyde in female form. (laughs) Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. And, um, it's something that I've honestly really struggled with because it has felt like fake in a lot of ways. A lot of the time I feel like I'm being really fake when I, I prefer and I love and it energizes me to show up online in my Leo, in my Gemini and just be, I love that. It feels good. It energizes me. But then when I'm alone or when I'm with my partner, I am more like antisocial. I'm like, I don't want to fuck with people today. Like, get away from me. Like, give me my space. And that has always been something that, and honestly, this is illuminating so much for me and giving me permission to just be like, you know what? It's cool. Like, you can have your own self to be with when you're alone. You don't have to be that way all the time. And it's not fake for me to show up online that way. And it's also not fake for me to be this way when I'm alone with people that I love and care about, you know? And I'm also getting like the stinginess of Scorpio. Like she can be a little, she can get you. She can be a little stingy and sarcastic. And I'm like, oh, (laughs) that is me. (laughs) That is my brat coming out right there. And it's also for you a Gemini is that I think that that's a trait that a lot of Geminis feel like, am I being fake? And the reason for that is because literally the Gemini is twins Mm -hmm. and it's all about duality. And Mm -hmm. so for you, it's about like incorporating and uh, incorporating, I don't know if that's the right word, but integrating like the ego with, you know, the the shadow with the light with, you know, all, all of it. It's like, you have to, or not you have to, I hate when I say that, sorry, but like, I invite you to think about, um, how to love even those dark parts of you of like, well, shit, you know, like I'm, I'm feeling really insecure right now. And right now I just want to be with my partner and I don't even want to show up online. And it's like, and I love that I give myself the space to do this. Mm. Right. It's like, again, kind of what we were talking about the full moon. It's like just honoring, like I'm not, feeling good today. And that's okay. I don't need to be happy, go lucky, like 
on for everyone all the time, even with your clients, like having that transparency with them, they're going to respect the hell out of you and be like, Mm -hmm. oh, thank God you're human. Oh, okay, good. Like that gives me permission to be human. And sometimes we just need that like sense of normalcy of like, yeah, I'm just, I'm just not feeling it right now. And, you know, letting yourself ride that wave so that when you come back, like you said, you could feel more activated to show up again. Mm -hmm. I love this so much. I am like vibrating on hyperdrive right now. And this is so you guys, please go get this done. I mean, especially as entrepreneurs, I cannot speak enough to the value of like feeling validated in so many different ways for what you're experiencing, but also having somebody like Danielle hype you up about all the things that you're like destined to be doing. Cause astrology is like a, it's like a, it's like a blueprint from your higher self, right? It's like showing you where your energies lie, where different energies lie. And I think also like where your destiny lies, right? And it's just, we underestimate the value of that, but it's literally a blueprint. Yeah. It's like a roadmap. It really is. And I say say it's like having like the secret codes to like mastering the video game, (laughs) you know, but it's all, but it's also just like remembering that no matter what, even if you're not aware of your chart, because that's what happened for you right now, Tristan, it's like Mm -hmm. you're living your life exactly how you're meant to, and you are more in alignment than you think. Right. And so when this happens, when I get to, you know, give you a reading to just show you like, yeah, girl, you're already doing it. Keep going. It just helps your sense of like confidence and trust within your decisions so much more. Mm -hmm. So I'm so happy that you got to experience this because this is like my favorite thing to do. (laughs) I'm obsessed. I don't think I have any more questions, but I ask this on every single podcast, like before I wrap up the episode, everybody at this point knows about the rebel archetype quiz. And I love to talk about what the incredible women that interview, what archetype they are. I already know what you are. Like I knew before you even took it, but what archetype are you? (laughs) I'm the witch. Of course. (laughs) Like duh. And I know that, wait, are you the witch too? Because that Scorpio rising is making me think you're a witch. I am the rock star archetype, which has everything to do with Leo and Sag energy. So that makes a lot of sense. Um, Everybody has every archetype. It's not like you are only just one. We all embody every single one of them. My dream for the quiz is to one day be able to show you percentages of the other archetypes so that you have your predominant one, but then you also have all the other ones showing up. So you can see like, oh, I'm mostly this, but I also have this, I also have this. So like, I have the witch, I have the activist, I have the queen, I have all of them, but the rock star is my predominant one and the witch is yours and I love that for you. I love it too. <laughs> you know me, girl, I got my cauldron right here. <laughs> yes. Oh Thank you God. so much, Tristan. This yeah, was this so much was, fun. This was epic. So if somebody were to want to reach out to you, what's the place that you're the most active? I am definitely most active on Facebook. Um, I mean, I have my Facebook group community, Energy Mastery with Danielle Rosado. It's completely free. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm usually in there, but you know, on Instagram as well, like I've been really playing with the TikToks as well. Like I'm just just having fun. (laughs) So yeah, you can, you can definitely find me either on Instagram or Facebook and, um, on Instagram it's align with Danielle. So I'm sure you'll put the handle and all the, all the good stuff in there. 
all the good stuff. Well, thank you so much, Danielle. This was so much fun. I can't, uh, I'm just like, I'm so grateful and appreciative of you right now. Yes, you too, my love. Thank you so much for having me. It was an honor. Okay, but how freaking fun and amazing was that episode with Danielle? She is just so phenomenal at what she does with astrology and really helping you to demystify why you are the way you are and also inform you on how you can best leverage your gifts and talents to lead your most fulfilling life. And like if it wasn't blatantly obvious, which I feel like from all my laughing and howling and giggling and literal screaming, that I got so much out of my hour with Danielle in this interview. And I feel completely blessed that she provided me with so much invaluable information and validation, you guys. Oh my God, so much validation that I am on a path that is serving not only my highest good, but most importantly, the highest good of the collective. If you're an entrepreneur or are a woman looking to live her life in alignment with her highest potential and purpose, then I obviously, like without a shadow of a doubt, 10 out of 10 recommend that you follow Danielle on her Instagram or her Facebook and that you book a natal chart reading with her like ASAP, like freaking yesterday, last week, last month, last year. Get her done, get it in the books, she's incredible. Her energy is fire, her knowledge of astrology is literally beyond comprehension and her guidance is so on point. So you can find all of Danielle's social handles, her website, and her link to her Patreon group in the show notes. And with that, that's all I have for you in this week's episode. I love you. I know you're made to kick some serious ass in your life and your business. So a big cheers to breaking the rules and now go give them hell, sis. 